Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome back. While I am out, I will um, at times upload a guest lesson. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I need you to know some really important stuff from some really notable people that um, are great teachers. Now, like everything else I say, um, I'm not or neither are you going to um, receive everything they say or agree with everything they say, but the overall message is a good one. So um, just know that if they ever say those words that don't pertain to the real name of the Most High, like if they use Jesus or God or anything like that, understand that the real Hebrew names are Yahuwah and Yahshua. And um, some other words that they might use. Remember, a lot of these people are still saying these words that shouldn't be said. <laughs> and now that we are learning that that's not the word, you can still receive the message um, knowing that um, the devil fools the world and the devil has tampered certain things. So like I said, um, use what you can use and discard everything else. I hope that helps and happy listening. Copyright Disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Copyright Disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use.
we go. Hallelujah. Okay, can you hear us now? Let us know if you can hear us now. Our apologies, our apologies. I know you all may say, oh, they always have technical difficulties. <laughs> Get it together. Um, We're trying can to. You, can you hear us now? Okay, so I, I think we're good now. Um, yes. This is the day that Yah. This is the day that Yah has made. Hallelujah again. And we're going <laughs> to rejoice. With audio. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to rejoice and be glad in this. That's day. right. We're going to be glad in it. Yeah. We apologize for coming to you so late, but it's still a blessing. Yes, it is. It's Even though it's 422, mm-hmm. it's still a blessing, right? So we Hallelujah. Want, we want to acknowledge that we have guests here today. Um, yes. That's part of the reason why we're broadcasting a little later today. Um, uh, those of you who um, watch us in the chat, Desiring Yah is with us today uh, from Canada. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, she's, she's visiting us from Canada, and we are we were looking forward to this, and it's finally happening. Toda Yah. Yes, absolutely. So glad to see our sister. So, um um, yes. We are going to be praising the Most High this weekend, enjoying ourselves in Him, in the Ruach HaKadosh. Hallelujah. Yes, absolutely. Hallelujah. Now, one thing I need to do real quickly, that uh, mm-hmm. the search site. So. Okay, that's uh, Bible Gateway. It should be... Yes. There we go. Yeah. And I can detach this, right? Yeah. Um, if you want to do it like this, in another... Uh-oh. Um, hmm. You I might just have just, to. Oh, yeah. there we go. Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. Great. Okay. Today's lesson is titled Armageddon. How close are we to Armageddon? And so we're going to talk about Armageddon. There's, there's a lot of teaching that's going out there about Armageddon and what's what and all of this. So what we're going to do is we're going to come from the Word. And we're going to see what the Word says about Armageddon. Now, we know that um, there's been a lot of World War III talk. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people believe that World War III will be the Armageddon War. Because as the scripture said, there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. So you're going to see wars, there's going to be rumors of wars. But this Armageddon is supposed to be the war, okay, mm-hmm. a war that takes place near the end times that's going to shake the entire planet, okay. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about what is Armageddon, okay. Armageddon is a great battle of the last days when Yahusha shows up to do battle with the kings of the earth, okay. And when he shows up, the kings of the earth and, and all the armies of the earth are actually going to turn their weapons toward him and fight against him okay mm-hmm. but the battle will already have been started before he shows up mm-hmm. and so he shows up like in the midst of this Armageddon battle and so we're going to go to the scriptures but first of all I want to show you something here because um, this talk of World War um, 3 is really big so I want to show you this image here okay this is on the internet okay if you were to go and search world war three this is what you would pull up okay as you see here uh, astrologer predicts 
how World War Three would start in in uh, this is recent news. This was this was researched um, today. So, and it doesn't look good for everybody, for anybody. And World War Three fears on the horizon as Iran is closer to nuclear threshold and the atom bomb. You know, Putin um, announces first city Russia will strike if World War Three starts. So. These, this is stuff that's coming up in the news today, you know, some of this stuff, you know, in the past few days or whatever about World War Three, And so there's a lot of news about it, a lot of news about Armageddon. Matter of fact, there's a new movie out now called Armageddon. And so this is, all of this is stemming because everybody can get a sense that we must be getting close. Yes. Well, we're going to see what the word says. The word is going to tell us just how close we are, right? So let's go to where the scripture first mentions Armageddon and where it talks about um, this particular war. Mm -hmm. So this is in Revelations chapter 16 and we're going to read verse 16 through now where am I at here? Let's get back over to here. I got a little mixed up here. Okay. 16 through, I'm sorry, 12 through 16. Okay, so that is Revelation chapter 16 verses 12 through 16 and it reads as follows. It says, And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Perath, um, Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, and the way of the kings of the eastern sun might be prepared. And I saw three unclean ruachit. Those frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon. I'm sorry, like frogs, they come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the ruachit of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world, to gather them to battle of that great day of Yahuwah Tishvah. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches and guards his garments, lest he walketh naked, and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called the ivory tongue, Har Megiddo. Har Megiddo, right? In the Hebrew tongue, ivory tongue. Okay, called Har Megiddo. So, wait a minute. So, you mean to tell me the first place that it talks about Har Megiddo in the scripture and one of the signs we're going to see, right, to know that we're getting close to this battle is, with, is what? When the river Euphrates dry up. So I want to show you the river Euphrates. I've showed this to many of you before. But we're going to go and get that image real quick. And I want you to see this, right? So river Euphrates. And let's pull that up real quick. Quickly here. And let's get that image over to you real quickly here. So the river Euphrates is going to dry up. So let's show you this image here. You want to share the screen there? Uh, I guess I could share the screen, yeah. couldn't I? Mm -hmm. So I need to get it off of this here. And I just go. We're going to share the screen uh, for those of you. Let me go back real quick. Mm -hmm. And move this up. Oh, yeah, it's not, that's good. Okay. So I go here. Second window. Wait a minute. One second, because it's going to pull. The River Euphrates. 
There we go. Do it like this. Now, many of you may already be aware of what's going on with the River Euphrates. And um, for those who are very doubtful of things and biblical prophecy, uh, some things are just too difficult to ignore. And I feel like this is one of them. This is one of those things that's just too difficult to ignore. I mean, what do you say when you see stuff like this? Yes, look at this here. <laughs> this, this is why it's, mm -hmm. it's amazing when you see this. That it is showing you the river Euphrates here. Right. How how much it have dried up over the years and to make way for the kings, right? Ain't that mm -hmm. what it said? Mm -hmm. To make way for the kings. And so I mean if you look at this image right here. Yes. Oh, that one's different. You're on a different browser. Oh. It's not gonna show. Okay. This there. one's not gonna show. So let's bring this down. Which browser is it on right over here. here? Okay, I got you. Right Okay, now if you look at these images here, let's just scroll down and look at them. Look at how dry the River Euphrates have gotten over the years. And so, I mean, uh, let's just keep it real. This is really prophecy coming to life right before your eyes. It's like a desert. Here, if you look at this image here, it shows you how... Yes. how Thin it is compared to this right here. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now they're showing you in the on the right image. That's 2009. Mm -hmm. So we're in 2022. Right. So it has dried up a lot more since then. Right. This one was 2006. Right that's there. right. Exactly. So when you look at it now, this is what you're looking at right now, the River Euphrates. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is what I mean by it's scary to see this. You know, I say scary. In other words. If you're not ready, you better be getting ready, right. right? You better be getting ready because some things are going to take place before we even get the to this far to the battle, mm -hmm. because Yah's going to come for his bride. Mm -hmm. mm. wow. The marriage supper of the Lamb must take place first mm -hmm. before he returns. When we mm -hmm. see him returning for the battle of Armageddon, the marriage supper of the Lamb is ending. That's the scripture. Listen, y'all. That's right. Pay attention. It's mm -hmm. ending. Yes. So we're getting close because your river Euphrates is dried up. So now we are not giving any type of time frame. No, we're not. But the scripture clearly tells us that those who are wise with their eyes wide open are going to see the signs. Yes. And are not going to ignore the signs, right? So don't exactly. be one of those who want to just, um, because you enjoy the pleasures of seeing and the the joys of this world that you'll just ignore it look the whole planet is drying up right but the river euphrates started drying up back in 2006 or that's even right. before that that's the right images you saw were images that were more than 10 or 15 years ago so that's right we are starting to see more and more that the river euphrates is drying up other regions of the world are drying up a lot of other biblical prophecies are unfolding right before our eyes. Yes. Right before our eyes. It said that the sun was going to scorch the earth. That's right. Isn't that what we've been talking about for the past few weeks? Yes. I would even say the past couple of months that the sun is literally scorching the earth. That's right. Mm -hmm. So looking at this, y'all, I'm telling you, this, this is something to pay attention to. Because I remember back in the days, 20, 30 years ago, we didn't have these 
these fulfilling of prophecies in your face like this. There were right. some, but not like this, right. you know. Right. We had the wars and rumors of wars, but President well, but World War One and World War Two. That was what years ago, Decades. you know. So that that that's a long time ago. But this stuff that's going on now is right now, and it's in your face, right? right? right. All these things that's going on, yeah. and so, as a matter of fact, if you if we 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 read um, verse twelve through sixteen, when you go back up to verse eight, what does it say? And the fourth angel poured out his ball on the sun. And the sun was allowed to scorch people with fire, and they were seared by an intense heat, and they cursed the name of Yahuwah, who had control over these plagues. And they refused to repent and give them go. So it, the seals are being poured out, is what we're trying to say. The seals are being poured out. And so this is enough for us to look at this and say, wow. So one mm. thing I wanted to point out too is um, where you backed it up to verse eight, where it says the sun was going yes. to scorch people. Yes. Okay. So we are in the beginning stages of seeing this. Yes. Right now we're seeing the effects of the sun on the earth, right? Yes. And so when it gets to the point where it's going to sear people with the intense heat, yes, it's, it's telling you that they're going to begin to curse the Most High. Yes. And so if He is giving us these four warnings. Like you said, the marriage supper of the Lamb. How close are we to the marriage supper of the Lamb? If we're Lamb, if we're seeing the beginning stages of the sun yes. scorching the earth, That's right? right? In other words, y'all, we've been telling y'all for a long time, playtime is over, right? Yes. Playtime is over. A lot of folks still play in church. They still play in these religious games. It's time out for that. It's time yeah. to open up our eyes to the reality of what biblical prophecy has shown us. Yes. Right. Wow. Now, you know what's amazing here? If you look at verse 16, it says, and, they, and, and then they gathered the kings together to one place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. So now, what's happening here? Pay attention because I want you to see this. So what's happening is we the battle of Armageddon is when Yahushua is going to show up at the, in the, at the end in the middle of this battle, right? And because all the kings of the earth are going to travel, some of them are going to travel through the way of the river Euphrates to come against Israel. Okay? To come against Israel, right? These kings of the earth. But why is he coming to do battle against the kings of the earth? Because he's going to come and set up his kingdom. And he can't set up his kingdom if the kings of the earth are still ruling. Mm. Mm. So he must come and take these kingdoms out. Are y'all listening? Yes. Okay. Mm. Pay attention. Wow. I want you to listen to this, right? So let's go to Ezekiel chapter 38 and watch this. Watch how this unfolds before your eyes. Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 38. Ezekiel chapter 38. Let's watch the unfolding of the Most High's prophecies right before our eyes. Ezekiel chapter 38. This is definitely worth paying attention to, family. Definitely worth paying attention to because things are unfolding qu quickly. Yes. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 38. Verse 1 through 8. Verses 1 through 8. Read. I can read some of this too because this is okay. kind of some really long scriptures here. Reads okay. as follows. It says, And the word of Yahuwah came unto me, saying, Son of Adam, Set your face against Gog, the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and prophesy against him. 
and say, Thus says Adonai Yahuwah, Behold, I am against you, O God, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and I will turn you back and put hooks in your jaws, and I will bring you forth and all your army for horses and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all them handling swords, Persia, Cush, and Libya with them, all of them with shield and helmet, Gimmer and all his bands, the house of Togamah of the north quarters and all his bands and many people with you. Mm -hmm. Be prepared and prepare yourself, you and all your company that are assembled unto you <coughs> and mm -hmm. be you a guard unto them. After many days you shall be visited. In the latter years you shall come into the land that is brought back from the sword and is gathered out of many people against the mountains of Yashorel, which have been always waste, but is brought forth out of the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. Okay. Now, notice here what it says here, right? You see this, right? It says... Son of man, set your face against God in the land of Magog, the chief prince of Mesech and Tubal, prophesy against him. Okay? Mesech and Tubal, this is Russia that is referring to here. If you do your research, you'll see that this is Russia. Okay? Many have interpreted Tubal as Tabasculin and Mesech as Moscow. But if you if you do your research on this, you'll see that this is referring to Russia. So it's talking about Russia is going to come against the land of, of Israel, right? He says, I will put, I will turn you around and put hooks in your jaws and bring you out with your whole army on your horses and horsemen, fully armed. Now watch this. I want you to pay attention to this, right? I don't know if you're aware of this, right? But I want you to see this, right? Are you aware that there are more than 600,000 Russian military personnel that have been deployed to Syria right now this is Syria right now and this is uh, uh they came from this came from Moscow right 63,000 right now watch this I want you to see this image here I want to show you see Syria where's Israel next door mm-hmm are you seeing this? So 663,000 troops, Russian troops, are in Syria right now, right next door to Israel. That's prophecy. It said that he's going to bring them against the land of Israel. This is prophecy, right? So this is the thing that I want you to be aware of right now. Let's finish reading this Gog and Magog scripture. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 39. And look at this. This is Ezekiel chapter 39. We're going to read the entire chapter. Ezekiel chapter 39. And we are going to read the entire thing. Are you ready for me to go? Yes. Okay, therefore, son of Adam, prophesy against God and say, Thus says Adonai Yahuwah. Behold, I am against you, O God, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. And I will turn you back and leave but the sixth part of you, 
and will cause you to come up from the north parts, and will bring you upon the mountain of Yashrael, and I will smite your bow out of your left hand, and will cause your arrows to fall out of your right hand. You shall fall upon the mountains of Yashrael, you and all your bands, and the people that is with you. I will give you unto the ravenous birds of every sort, and to the beast of the field to be devoured. You shall fall upon the open field, for I have spoken it, says Adonai Yahuwah. And I will send a fire on Magog, and among them that dwell carelessly in the isles, and they shall know that I am Yahuwah. Now let's stop there for a minute, okay? I want you to see this, right? So we know that it says, he says what? On the mountain of Israel, you will, you will fall, you and all your troops, and the nations with you. See, that's what the scripture is. All these nations are going to come in this, in this, in the, in the valley of Megiddo, right? All these nations are going to come down there, right? And he says, and I will give you as food to all the carrion birds and the wild animals. Now, you know in Revelations, there's a feast of Yahuwah. That the scripture talks about in Revelations where all the fowls are going to come down and eat the flesh of men. Guess when this takes place? At the end of the marriage supper of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. Where Yahushua comes back to fight against these nations, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's confirming it right here. It says, you will fall in the open field. For I have spoken and declared the sovereign Yahuwah. I will send fire on Magog and all those who live safely in the isles. What owls? Are you aware that the Gentiles mm -hmm. are all living on the owls of your theft? Right, Jafer? Mm -hmm. All of my living. He's saying, I'm going to bring fire on all these nations because they're going to join Gog and Magog in this battle. Mm -hmm. Interesting, huh? Mm -hmm. Wow. Now I'm going to read this next part. It says, And I will make known my holy name among my people of Israel and will no longer let my holy name be profane. And the nations will know that I, Yahuwah, am the Holy One of Israel. It is coming. It will surely take place, declares the Sovereign Yahuwah. This is the day I have spoken of. Then those who live in the towns of Israel will go out and use the weapons for fuel and burn them up and the small and the large shields and the bows and the arrows and the war clubs and the spears for seven years they will use them for few they will not need to gather wood from the fields or cut it from the forest because they will use the weapons for few and they will plunder those who plundered them and loot those who looted them declares the sovereign Yahuwah mm. Isn't that something? Yes. Wow. Keep on going. I'll let you read the letter. So this on. is definitely a time. <laughs> Listen, y'all. This is definitely a time that is after something very major yes. has taken place. So we know that the Most High is not going to do all of these things while those who say that they are Jews but are not right. are occupying the land. That's right. All of this stuff is not going to take place while they are there. So um, 
this is obviously something that we yes. are going to be looking forward to. Uh, yeah. as, as a matter of fact, those who have not taken part in the Mirror Supper. That's Lord. right. Now, you know, it's amazing when you think about all of what he said here, right? He said, those that they plundered is going to plunder them now. It reminds me of the scripture. Mm -hmm. It says, those that led into captivity shall go into, shall captivity. Go into captivity. That's the word. Right. It says, here is the, the, the righteousness of Yah. Mm -hmm. Right? Yah said, I'm going to do right. Those of you that led into captivity are going to go into captivity. So that sounds like a what? A major reaping what you sow? Yes, absolutely. So this is why we're always saying that these other nations who refuse to repent, um, they believe that the Most High has forgotten. The scripture even says that. Oh, has he forgotten? Uh, who can bring me down? These yes. are the words of the of the pride of That's these other right. nations. This is why he says pride comes before a great a fall. Great fall. And so there's a fall in order, and it's been yes. ordered by Yah, and it is what it is, right? This is not something that we are speaking because we want it to happen. This is something that is biblical prophecy. Therefore, we speak what the word says. And yes. This is more like an admonishment for those of you who hold that pride. Thinking that no one can bring you down, you forget about the Most High. Yes, His words have gone forth out of His mouth, and they shall, they shall not return, return void. void. That's the word. And as we say many times, His word didn't return void when He spoke His uh, wrath against His children, right? When He said He was going to destroy the children of Yashrael for their sins and their wickedness. That's right. Did not He do it? Yeah. So, do you think He's going to start withholding His hand now and become a liar all of a sudden? No. The Most mm -hmm. High is not a liar. He yeah. is not man that He should lie. If He has spoken it, it shall come to pass. And yes. so, this this is like a warning to those of you who refuse to see biblical prophecy. We're showing yeah. you things that everyone is able to witness. We're all able yes. to see these things. You know, people, they refuse to see the ro the warrior Yahushua. They, right. they don't. They want to see the loving Yahushua, you know? Yeah. The loving Messiah, the one that's holding the lamb and the little baby, right? right. The but they don't want to see the warrior Yahushua that's coming back with a sword, slinging a sword, right? right. Who's going to cover his garments in blood. Right. I mean, this is the Messiah the scripture talks about who's going to cover his garments in blood. Right. Wow. Y'all should, should actually be upset at those who done presented to you the baby Jesus. You know, <laughs> you got that so much all in your head and in your mind. You're thinking about, yes, Jesus, not me. You're thinking about all of that. You should be very, very upset at the pastors who deceived you with that mushy version of the one that's coming back with fire in his eyes. You, you know what I find amazing, right? I'm going to tell you what I find amazing. I'll never forget when um, Robin Williams mm -hmm. was doing stand-up comedy, yeah. and he was talking about the Messiah when he comes back, and he says, guess what? He says, the Messiah is coming back. He said, he said, he's, and he said he's going to be a big black dude carrying a stick. Whooping behind. Yeah. That's what he said. That's what that's what a comedian says. So a comedian Robin Williams, yeah. Some some folk know and they're yeah. not trying to deceive themselves, you see. But um anyway, we're gonna start back at verse eight. No, no, we at verse uh we'll fourteen. Pass. Okay, we'll pass verse eight. Okay. Okay, it says, And they shall sever out men of continual Hold on. We're on chapter thirty nine fourteen. Yep. Ezekiel uh -huh. 39 People will continue 
and they shall sever out men of oh, continual okay. employment. The Sefer reads a little I different than the uh, <laughs> King James. Yeah. And they shall sever out men of continual employment passing through the land to bury with the passengers those that remain upon the face of the earth to cleanse it. After the end of seven months shall they search. And the passengers that pass through the land, when any sees a man's bones, then shall he set up a sign by it till the barriers have buried it in the valley of Haman Gog. Mm -hmm. And also the name of the city shall be Hamana. Thus shall they cleanse the land. Mm. And you, son of Adam, thus says Adonai Yahuwah, speak unto every feathered fowl and to every beast of the field. Assemble yourselves and come gather yourselves on every side to my sacrifice uh -huh. that I do sacrifice for you. Uh -huh. And what's the sacrifice? Yeah. Even a great sacrifice upon the mountains of Yasher El. Okay, and what is it? That ye may eat flesh and drink blood. Uh, wait a minute. Eat? So, so yeah, you preparing a sacrifice, mm -hmm. right? And this sacrifice is so that it's going to be the blood and the flesh of people, right? Go ahead and read verse 18. It says, Ye shall eat the flesh of the mighty. Mighty men. Uh -huh. And drink the blood of the princess of the earth. Uh-huh. Of rams, of lambs, and of goats. Of bullocks, all them fatlings of Bashan. And ye shall eat fat till ye be full, and drink blood till ye be drunken of my sacrifice, which I have sacrificed for you. Mm, mm, mm. Thus ye shall find, thus ye shall be filled at my table with horses and chariots, with mighty men, and with all men of war, says Adonai Yahuwah. Now, wait a minute. See, this lines right up again with Revelation, where it talks about the, the Most High saying, say, he, he tells the Father, come, come gather for the great feast. Mm. Right? Because the horses, not the, 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 the flesh of horses, of men, of rulers and leaders princes. and princes, right? He said, y'all, you're going you gonna to have so much to eat. I'm going to make sure that your plates are running over with food and blood. <laughs> this is what he's saying here. Wow. This is a, this is really, a, 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 I mean. I should be terrified. That's like when the scriptures say, <laughs> they say I pray that we're counted worthy to escape. To escape? I, I, I don't want to be here to see this. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and now when the scripture says pray that you are counted worthy to escape those things yes. that are coming up on the earth. Is talking about the marriage supper of the Lamb. Yes. See, some of you all uh, may have seen when we talked about the marriage supper of the, the Lamb years ago. And that is something that we need to look forward to. Yes. Right? Because these things that are happening upon the earth, even though um, Yashrael is going to be in Yah's favor at this moment, yes. these are still um, dark times. That's why the scripture tells us don't pray for the day of yes. Yah because you don't know where you stand. Yes. You don't know where you stand. So, hey. <laughs> This is not a moment of pride. This is one of yes. those things where uh, the fear of Yah is going to be placed back in the earth. He's going to yes. see to it. I like I like this scripture because it, it really ties it. This is call out every kind, every kind of bird and wild animals for this sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So he's gonna when when all these people get slaughtered, he's gonna call. But the scripture tells you it's gonna be so much blood in the streets. It's going to be blood in the streets and, and just like you wouldn't believe. Blood just flowing in the streets. So these animals are going to come and they're going to eat up all this flesh. 
-hmm. And so that when it comes down to it, the only thing that's going to be left to bury, be buried is what? The bones. Mm -hmm. That's why he said the man that's walking, if he see the bones... Put up a sign next to it. Put up a sign next to it. For wow. the barriers to come and get it. Come and get these bones. Mm, mm, mm. Starting back at verse 21, it says, And I will set my glory among the heathen, and all the heathen shall see my judgment that mm -hmm. I have executed, and yes. my hand that I have laid upon them. So the house of Yashrael shall know that I am Yahuwah Elohim from that day forward. Yes. Mm, mm, from that day forward. I want to read that. Wow. Go ahead. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Listen, y'all. How does the Most High uh, show his glory among the heathen? See, people want to the lights beaming down from heaven, sunlight coming through the clouds. See, that's what folk think glory is. The Most High, when he shows forth his glory, yeah. he says, and the heathen, and they shall see my judgment that I have executed, and his my judgment. hand that I have laid upon wow. them. His judgment. His judgment. When you see my judgment, right. that's how you're going to know, right? You're going to see my glory. It kind of reminds me of what we <laughs> yeah. saw that one city in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. When a tornado hit it mm -hmm. and it was all laid flat. Mm -hmm. You know? And can you imagine this is going to be. Yes. I can't even say and 10 in Tennessee times or 100 too? times worse yes. or anything like that. Yes. When the Most High says he is going to lay his hands. Does not that frighten you? He says he's going to lay his hands upon them. And that's him showing his glory. Yes. And, and what mm -hmm. people don't realize is when you see natural disasters nine times out of ten, it's a judgment. Yes. Matter of fact, if you read one scripture, he says, I sent the whirlwind, yes. the tornado. Mm -hmm. So when that tornado touched through in all those different states, mm -hmm. that was Yah that sent it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was Yadis yes, in it. People want to forget that. Yeah, people want to forget that. They want to forget it. We have to remember yes. that when we see these things, the Most High is not up there looking down saying things have gotten out of hand. What shall I do? He's not up there. He's fully aware of what's going on. As a matter of fact, he is the one who sends these things. Yes. And that's what people need to understand. It's the Most High who sends those judgments. And so he even said, he says, so the house of Israel shall know that I am Yahuwah from that day forward. Wow. So those who sat in doubt, wondering, is he ever going to deliver us? Mm -hmm. He says, from that day forward, when I lay my hand upon the heathen, mm -hmm. you're going to know. You're going to know. There will be no doubt left in your mind that I am who I say I am. Wow. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and the heathen shall know that the house of Yashrael went into captivity for their iniquity, right? Yeah, for their sin, that's right. Because they transgress against me. That's right. Therefore <clears throat> I hid my face from them and gave them into the hands of their enemies. Yes, that's so what he said he would do. Yep. So fell they all by the sword, right? According to their uncleanness and according to their transgressions, I have I done unto them and hid my face from, there, from them? Therefore thus says Yahuwah Adonai, now will I bring again the captivity of Yaakov and will have mercy upon the whole house of Yashrael, uh -huh. and I will be jealous for my holy name. After that, they have borne their shame. I want to stop right there for a moment. Yes, go ahead. You see how the scripture talks about 
uh, we are going to be a derision and a, a byword among yeah. the nations. Uh -huh. And so all of us, we get a lot of folk get hot and bothered when they get called the N-word. That was prophecy, y'all. Yeah, that was when prophecy. When you get called all these names, Darky and Negro and all these other things, that was all yeah. prophecy. And they call you all kinds of other things too, right? Yes. He said that we were going to go through these things. That was a part of the shame. Yes. So we had to bear all of this shame. Yes. Right now, the scripture tells us as well that ye shall be hated of all nations yes. for my name's sake. It didn't say that we were going to be hated of all nations because we're so wonderful and we're just such good people. He said for his name's sake. Yes. Right? Because he spoke <clears throat> the word against us. So that prophecy had to be fulfilled. So this is a reminder here. He says, yes. did not Yashrael go into captivity because of their iniquity and because of their transgressions? Yes. Did not tell you that was going to happen? Yeah. Did not tell you that they want to be put to shame? So basically, because all of that came on us because of our sins, mm -hmm. those who did these things unto us, they are going to have to reap what they have sown as well. Because they're going to be punished. He said it. He said, don't think I'm going I'm to excuse you for what you yeah, right. I, yeah, I, 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 I called you to come forth and do this to my people, but you're going to be judged too for your actions. Right. Because wow. you had a willing heart. Yeah, you had a willing heart. I'll do it. Right. I need somebody to punish my children. Oh, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Because that wickedness and hatred was all already there. Already there. The scripture said that there was going to be that perpetual hatred. So the most high yes. said, you know, I can work with that. That's why when the scripture says that Yah has his way in the heavens above and the earth yes. below, who can stay his hand and say, What doest thou? See the most high, he Folk like to uh, say certain things, but the Most High, he plays everybody like a puppet. Yes. Right? Everyone. This is why he says, who can stay his hand? Or say unto him. What doest thou? <laughs> what are you doing, y'all? Shall the potter. Shall, 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 shall the thing form. Yeah, say unto the potter, what is that? What, 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 what is are that? you doing? What are you doing? Exactly. No. And so we know that he is in control of everything. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. He's in control of everything. There's not, not, not one grain of sand or one leaf could fall to the ground except it be by his power. By his power. Exactly. So remember when we talked about Judas, <clears throat> how one passage says that the Most High uh, moved on his heart to do what he did. Then another yes. one says Satan. So Satan basically, <laughs> at the Most High's command, was able to enter into the heart of Judas. That's right. Did Judas have a say in the matter? Isn't that something? The scripture says it's better that he wasn't even born. Mm, mm. The word says that. Yes. It was better that yeah. he was not even born. Did he have a choice? Mm, mm, That's mm. why we say who can stay his hand. Yeah. I know it sounds so complicated, family, but it is what it is. It is what it is. And this is why we have to have a mind of prayer. Let's pray for his mercy. Pray that we yes. are counted worthy to escape the things that are coming upon the earth. Pray that the Most High is not going to lead us into <laughs> temptation. That's yes. one of the prayers. Lead us not. One of the verses of the prayer, lead us not into temptation. Father, I don't want to be one of those who's led in the direction of denying you. Lead us not into temptation. See, Judas was led into temptation because he already had that heart. It's, it's sad as mm -hmm. he had a calling. Yeah, I mean, the scripture calling. says the, the, the lamb was slain before the foundation was. So somebody had to do the setting somebody up. Somebody had to do it. Somebody had to be there to do that, to do that job. Yeah. And that's what's sad about it, that he was ordained from the beginning of the earth to carry out what he had to do. It was when, when, when it was determined that that, that that the that the sins of 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 the world 
He had to be he had to be washed by the blood of the lamb, the sins of his people, mm-hmm. by the blood of the lamb. Somebody had to be the one that was going to betray. It was determined before he was even born was even that born. someone was going to betray the Messiah. Mm-hmm. That's what's that's what's sad about. It. And that's a hard thing to wrap your mind around. Right. But the scripture says, yeah. "What if y'all willing to show his mercy upon the vessels of mercy, and then show his wrath mm-hmm. upon the vessels of of wrath?" Mm-hmm. You know, right? He wanted to show. How can you show that mercy unless you have two opposing things? That's happening? right. How can I show that I'm good if I don't show that I'm bad? <laughs> you know? and, and by doing this, by saying, you know what? I conclude that all y'all have fallen short. Oh, so if I want to, mm-hmm. right? Everyone that falls short don't have to make it in if I don't want them to. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Even though you've fallen short, yes. I'm going to have mercy I'm gonna on have you. Mercy on and I'm going to let mercy. you come on in. And yeah. whom I harden, I will Wow. Yeah, and those who... What? He hardens. Yes. Now, that's a scary thing to think that a person's heart, yes. that y'all could just go and harden their heart. And see, that's what happened to Judas. At that moment, he did what he did. But then afterward, yes. he felt sorrowful. Yes. But it was too late. The deed had been done. But it was actually already done before the foundation of the world. Yes. It was already done. It was already done. So how done. can Yahusha... Be the lamb slain before the foundation of the world if other things didn't take place. That's why when Peter was saying, not so, you're not going to die, Master. Yeah. He said, get thee behind me. Yeah. I have to die. Don't yeah. you realize it? And he said, guess, guess what? No man takes my life. I'm laying it down. Mm-hmm. Because this mm-hmm. was supposed to happen. It was spoken before the foundation of the world. You know, the scripture says in Acts, that by his determinate counsel and will, yes. that he was delivered into the hands of wicked men. Yes. So those wicked men had to, what if there wasn't no wicked men around? <laughs> right. He had to make them. He couldn't have been this, he couldn't have been crucified <laughs> there. He needed some wicked men. He needed some wicked men. I need some wicked men to carry this out. Yes. And, and how do these people get wicked? We talk about those yeah. meetings that happen in heaven from yeah. time to time, y'all, where the spirits come together. And the Most High yeah. is having the counsel, yeah. right? And then there are volunteers in heaven that literally says, he says, I need somebody to go down and be a lying tongue, a lying spirit in the tongue or the mouth of this false prophet, yeah. right? And so there are volunteers to say, oh, I'll go down and do it. I'll go down. I'll go down and I will be that lying spirit in the mouth of that false prophet. Yes. So every everything, y'all, yeah. is working by his determinate counsel. Whew. These are the things that we talk <laughs> about. Um, me and my sister talked about being woke. Yeah. You know, what is the true definition of wokeness? And being woke is not about you knowing that you are an Israelite by blood. It's far deeper than that. Yeah. Because as we've said many times, mm-hmm. You have people thousands of years ago who knew they were Israelites, but the word was spoken to them saying that it is high time for you to awake out of your sleep. Yes. Right? So they were being called sleep back then. Right? So being woke ain't got nothing to do with you knowing who you are of the flesh. It's understanding the Most High in His fullness. Right? And so these are the things that we should seek for. Father, I want to understand what's happening in the spirit realm. I want to understand what's happening in the natural. I want to understand what's happening in the flesh. I want to know why the heart is desperately wicked. These are the things that we ought to seek for. Yes, exactly. Being woke spiritually. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I think you left off at what verse? Um, 28, was it? And the the heathen 
shall know that the house of Yashrael went into captivity for their iniquity. Okay, I'm just going to start there, continue on. Okay. Because they transgressed against me. Therefore, I hid my face from them and gave them into their hands, the hands of their enemies, and they fell by the sword. According to their uncleanness and according to their transgressions, have I done unto them and hid my face from them. Therefore, thus says Adonai Yahuwah, now will I bring again the captivity of Yaakov and have mercy upon the whole house of Yashrael and will be jealous for my name. After that they have borne their shame and all their transgressions whereby they have transgressed against me when they shall dwell safely in their land and none shall make them afraid. When I have brought them again from the people and gathered them out of their enemies' lands and am sanctified in them in the sight of many nations then shall they know that I am Yahuwah Elohim which caused them to be led listen y'all caused them to wow. be led into captivity among the heathens wow so he caused that yes wow but doing. have gathered them unto their own land so that part is very important I want to say that again because the Most High makes it very clear that he is going to do all this stuff. He didn't tell us to go gathering ourselves, did he? You got folk trying to sell all that they have in the lands of their captivity and make their way back on their own, right? The Most High clearly says that I'm the one who led you into captivity, and I'm going to be the one that's going to gather you back into your lands and have left none of them anymore there. So he says he is going to do this, right? Yeah. And leave none of them anymore there. So... And I'm mentioning this for a reason because there is a lot of debate on whether we should all be making our, our way back to the land of Israel on our own, right? And so I had a question. I said, what about the poor um, elderly seniors um, that cannot afford <laughs> to make that move back? What about the poor among us, period, whether they're elderly, whether they're just poor, period? A young woman, a young man, they can't afford to, they can't even afford to move across town, mm -hmm. much less out of the country, right? And so, the Most High, he says, I have left none of them anymore there. So when he does it, ain't nobody going to be left behind. What people got to realize, too, is that it's Yah that's going to gather them from the nations and bring them back. Right. It's Yah that's going to do that. So we look at all of these people that, that's claiming that you're supposed to go to Israel, be in Israel. Well, the scripture has prophecy right. about the land of Israel. We're going to cover this prophecy, right? right? right. They got prophecy, right? We're going to cover that, right? Keep on reading and then we'll get, we'll get to that. So it says, Neither will I hide my face anymore from them, for I have poured out my Ruach upon the house of Yashrael says Adonai Yahuwah. So keep in mind, he said, none of them. <clears throat> yeah. None of them shall be left. So, this ain't wow. going to be something we're going to do. And he said he's going to pour out his spirit upon us. On all of us, right? Wow. So have we seen that happen yet? Our folk out here killing one another? Out here hating one another? Is yeah. that the spirit of Yah that he's poured out on us? He ain't no liar, y'all. Yeah. So it ain't, it ain't time for us to do the things that we think we ain't supposed to. Right. He did tell us to be trying to pick and choose a lot of folk think we're supposed to be running back to Africa. Some think we're supposed to be running to Israel. Yeah. But the Most High says, when I do it, I'm going to get all of y'all. It says it right here so clear. It says, I will gather them to their own land I and will. not leave any behind. That's his right. word. Exactly. Right. And this and this is prophecy that's dealing with uh, Armageddon, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why we got to understand what's going on here, right? Mm -hmm. 
This is the prophecy dealing with the last days when he's going to gather his people from these places that they were that they were um, he, he sent them exile among yeah. the nations. Right. Right. Let's go to Job chapter thirty-eight, and we're going to read verse twenty-two and twenty-three. Now, watch this. I want you to see this. <laughs> this is a good one here. Job chapter thirty-eight. Uh huh. Verses 22 and 23 reads as follows. It says, Have you entered into the treasures of the snow? Or have you seen the treasures of the hail, which I have reserved against the time of trouble, against the day of battle and war? Okay. So, did you pay attention to that, right? Listen again. It says, that he talks about the storehouses of the hell. Have you seen the storehouses of the hell? Which I have reserved for times of trouble. For the days of war and battle. Right? Watch this. Go to Revelation chapter 16 again. Now remember Revelation 16. is where it talks about the river Euphrates drying up and Armageddon coming to pass. Right? Read verse 21. Tell me what it says. Revelation chapter 16 verse 21 reads as follows. It says, And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent. And men blasphemed Elohim because of the plague of hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. Wow, so here you got Job is a prophecy telling you about that great day that when the battle and the war is going to take place. Tell my Armageddon. Mm -hmm. And the great hell is going to come down. Wow, you know, right there find, in the scripture. What I find interesting, see the Most High is giving folk a taste of some of this stuff already. Uh, recently yes. I covered a story where there were big balls of hell oh, just yeah, being right. tossed at people's vehicles and their houses. And the dents and the breakage was horrible. It was millions in damage. I mean, it was like in, you know. Some we, of them was as big as a softball. We're yes. talking about this big. Mm -hmm. They even said some were as big as a grapefruit. Wow. And, and we saw the damage to the vehicles, right? So it's like from time to time, the Most High gives you a taste of what he is able to do, right? Yes. And he has shaken up the place. The earth is fighting back because it is groaning too. Scripture talks yes. about the earth groaning. There's so much wickedness that have taken place on this planet that even the earth, which is in alignment with Yah's spirit, even the earth is groaning. This is why big sinkholes are opening up because the earth is saying, the earth is testifying, saying, look what you have done to me, right? Look at all these things that you have done. And so it is swallowing up people, swallowing up buildings, swallowing up just all kinds of things. The earth is shaking, it's shifting, it is sending tsunamis, it's yes. doing all kinds of things, it's burning up and scorching. All kinds of things are happening because the Most High yes. is sending forth His plagues. And guess what, y'all? We ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, no, we haven't. Mm. No, we haven't. And I'm telling you, looking at all the things we've seen happen over the years, from the tsunami mm. to these hurricanes and these tornadoes, we ain't seen nothing yet. Mm, uh, uh. The scripture lets you know that when y'all pours out these and these plagues really get to coming, right? Mm -hmm. It says that a third of the population of the earth are going to be destroyed. Uh, the, you know, a third. We're talking about billions of people, y'all. Yes, yes. We're talking about close to three billion people. Mm -hmm. So you got to understand when the scripture tells you these things that this is going to be devastating, right? This is why we, we ought to often pray 
that we are counted Counted worthy worthy, to escape the things that are coming upon the earth. Yes, absolutely. I know folk have dreams and ambitions. And of course, the scripture does say, occupy till he comes. But don't allow your dreams and ambitions to just overtake your mind to the point where your focus is off of Yah. And praying that you're accounted worthy to escape. Our mind should be to the point where regardless to what we have, if somebody just uh, give you a billion dollars tomorrow, your mind should be to the point where the Most High says, okay, you can live out your, your life on this planet with that billion dollars, do whatever you want to do, and I'll take you to heaven in, in 10, 20, 30 years. Or you can come now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose now. I'm going to be like, yeah. okay, see y'all later. If y'all want to divide the billion, go ahead, because I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. I, I wouldn't want to play around with this thing. Uh-uh. I just wouldn't. Wow. Now, this next passage, I can read it. This is in Matthew. and mm-hmm. I want you to understand what's going on. And this is why when you look at prophecy, you got to be careful because prophecy tells you what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So, in the beginning of this, he talked about there are going to be wars and rumors of wars and all these different things are going to take place. Talk about the abomination of desolation setting up, right? There's three occurrences of the abomination of desolation, which most people don't understand. That's, a, that, that's one of those prophecies that's like multiple... Um, I don't know how you would would, would, would would term it, you know, but it's it, it's a prophecy that happens again and again. Okay, so, but watch this here, right? Let's go here to verse 16. It says, then, so when you see all this stuff that happens, right, and it says all these these, these, these things, destructions that's happened to the, to the earth, it says, then let those that be in Judea mm-hmm. flee to the mountains. Wait a minute, y'all. So who's trying to move to Judea right now? <laughs> It's telling you here that in these days, let him that be in Judea flee to the mountains, right? So if you're in Israel, it's telling you, you better you better flee to the mountains. You better get up out of there when this here takes place. You better get up out of there. It says, let no one come, let one on the housetop come down to take anything that's out, uh, out of the house. You know what that means? You ain't going to have time. Oh, so if you're up on your roof working, and when this thing takes place... You ain't going to have time to come down off of your ladder and run in the house, grab your things, and then run. Mm. You're going to only have enough time to run. Run, that's it. Pay attention, right? Okay. Then it says, let no one that's in the field go back to get their cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for a pregnant woman and nursing mothers. Right? And let me see something here. I think I got... uh, uh, NIV, ver- yeah. yep, okay, NIV let me, because <laughs> they say it a little different in the King James, let me just bring that up here, right here, there we go, okay, back to verse, uh, okay, it says, woe to, woe to them that are with child, and they give suck in those days, but pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. But then shall there be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this mm-hmm. time, nor shall there ever be. Mm-hmm. Except those days be shortened, there shall no flesh be saved. But for my elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's telling you here. So, so again, we already told you. We just told you what's going to happen in Judea mm-hmm. in Israel and in those lands we shouldn't be trying to move there because it's telling you that 
this has got to take place for him. That's why he said, I'm going to gather you. I'm going to get you. But if you're too anxious, you're in a hurry, you want to go on and go, go ahead. Go ahead and go. Can't remind me of um of uh, Balaam. <laughs> he said, well, can, can I go? Can I go? I mean, Balak would have paid me some good money. And the most I told him, no, at first. But then he going to come back, you know, can I, can I go? And he said, go up at once. <laughs> and then he told the angel, okay, he's on his way. I just sent him. Mm-hmm. He's on his way, okay? Get your sword and just go up and meet him. If he get past a certain point, just go on and kill him. Just kill him. Wow. That's what happens when you try to go out. Wow. Sometimes his permissive will will let you just go. All right. Yeah, just go. I'm going to permit you. I already told you no. Right, but you keep coming back for some more, right? Wow. So, mm. I'm telling you, this, this thing is deep, right? Let's go to Psalms chapter 2. Verse 2 two through 4. Psalms chapter 2, verses 2 through 4 reads as follows. It says, The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against Yahuwah and against his Mashiach, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sits in the heavens shall laugh. Yahuwah shall have them in derision. Mm, mm, mm. So, so when you look at that, let me go to that. I, I was a little late getting to it here. Okay, so notice this: the kings of the earth have set themselves, the kings of the earth, and the rulers take counsel against who? Yahuwah. Yahuwah. Mm-hmm. See, this is again another prophecy that they're going to come and try to fight against the Most High. Mm-hmm. They're going to fight. See, I always knew this for years. I see, I see them getting these weapons together. All these weapons for this, weapons for that. Their weapons are actually, they're going to turn these weapons on. Yeah, <laughs> that's really what this whole thing. Satan, Satan got them. You're going to fight against this nation over here. You need bigger weapons. Really, Satan? You got weapons that literally destroy a nation pretty much, right? right. But that ain't, an, ah, that ain't enough. I need bigger weapons. When they coming out of the heavens... Mm-hmm. I need bigger weapons. Right. So he got these people thinking that's that's why they think that they're gonna be fighting aliens, right? Watch this, right? Look at all the movies dealing with aliens. How these aliens coming out of the clouds and coming out of the sky? That's because they're trying to get you in your mind that when they turn their weapons on, what they what they see in the clouds, it ain't gonna be the Messiah, y'all. Mm-hmm. We shooting at some aliens. They right. want to fool the nations right. and make you think that. And they've done right? just that. They done just matter of fact. There was one movie that we saw. I'm trying to think of the name of the movie. But in this movie, these people, this spaceship was sucking these people up in the air like, and this guy, when he saw it, he said, man, did you see that? He said, they're sucking the people up in the air like the rapture. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> I can't think of the name. May, if you all know it, uh, put it in the chat. Yes. which one you're talking about. What's he, it was on the tip of my tongue. I don't remember. Oh, Someone man, remembers. I can't think of the put name it of there. it either. Right. But, um... Yep. And these people just get sucked all up in this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy was, and I said, they doing that because they know what the words say. Right. So it's trying to get people in the mindset of thinking that, that when you see some, anyone coming out of the sky, y'all, those are aliens. Those aren't people. Mm-hmm. That ain't the Messiah. So the thing is this. A lot of people. When skyline. They, yeah, Skyline. That, thank you very much, Dizzy911. <laughs> A lot of people, they get in their minds, oh, you, you all watch too many movies. Uh, that's, it's, you're, you're into the television too much. That's how Satan gets people, too, because a yes. lot of these people, 
um, are writing these movies. They are getting uh, borrowing stories right from right the Bible, from the word, right? Yes. And so much of this stuff we have already seen yes. taking place. Yes. Right? So much has unfolded. Man don't even have the power to dry up the river Euphrates. Right. They don't have the power to do that, right? But we see these things unfolding, and people want to just liken it to you yes. watching too many movies. You're a conspiracy theorist. That, that, that's, how, that's, how Satan, that. that's how Satan does it, right? Satan say, you know what? I'm gonna put so much of this stuff in 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 in, in, in these movies, so that when somebody say somebody say, dude, you've been watching too many movies, man. That that don't sound like the word to me. You watching too many movies, no? Right. No, this stuff is for real. They getting it from the scriptures. So basically, you have a lot of people who are willfully ignorant. Yes. Meaning they are willing to ignore obvious signs. Willfully. Yes. Ignorant. Meaning they see it too. Yes. They see the same stuff we're seeing. Yes. But they, they are willing to ignore what they see. That's what it means to be yes. willfully ignorant. The scripture calls it willfully ignorant. But those are those who want to stay in the dark. The scripture tells you men love darkness rather than light. It kind of reminds yes, you of the matrix. Does. Those who were uh, living their lives out in the matrix, they that's that's the matrix actually represents darkness in a sense, meaning you don't know what's going on, you don't want to know what's going on, because reality is just too hard to face, too difficult to deal with. So you want the, the woman with the red dress. You want that meal of the, yeah. the steak that isn't real. <laughs> isn't real. Okay? You don't want the, the, the weird soupy oatmeal looking substance that's a lot more healthy for you, right? Yeah. And I'm giving references from the movie, but The Matrix was made to deceive. It was yes. made to keep your mind in a place that it shouldn't be so that you cannot focus yes. on reality. And so that's what it means to uh, love darkness rather than light because yes. the light is too bright. And a lot of folk can't deal with it. Yes. The light exposes what is really out there, right? The light, if you are walking in the light, you can see things that you're supposed to see, right? And sometimes what we see ain't always yeah. pretty. Yeah. But it's a very necessary thing to understand. That's right. Mm -hmm. Now, what's amazing is I want you to see this here because this next part is very, very deep. This is Revelations <clears throat> here, right? And this is why I want you to see this, right? Uh, now, as it relates to the marriage supper of the Lamb... Let's read this. I was originally going to just read verse um, 11 through 21. We're going to start at verse 1. And I can read verse 1 through 10, and I'll let you read 11 through 21. Okay. It says, and this is Revelation chapter 19, starting at verse 1. It says, After these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power unto our master, unto Yahuwah, our master. Our Elohim. For true and righteous are his judgment, for he has judged the great whore which did corrupt the earth with her fornication, and have avenged the blood of his servants at her. And again they say, Hallelujah. Her smoke rolls up forever and ever. And the four four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshiped Yahuwah. That sat on the throne and saying, Amen, hallelujah. And a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our Yahuwah, who our Elohim, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard it, I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude and the voice of many waters, 
and the voice of the mighty thundering saying hallelujah and for Yahuwah Elohim omnipotent reigneth right then it goes on I pay attention right so that's why I say this thing is when it takes place it's the time frame that's going to take place is really something else right and it says and to her was granted that she well I'm sorry and it says okay verse 7 let us be glad and rejoice and give honor unto him for the marriage supper of the lamb is come and the wife have made herself ready right and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen clean and white for fine linen is the righteousness of the saints and he said unto me right blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the lamb for he saith unto me these are the true sayings of Yahuwah. And I fell at his feet and worshipped him. And he said unto me, See thou, do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Yahushua HaMashiach. Worship Elohim, for the testimony of Yahushua is the spirit of prophecy. Okay? Now, so basically... Um, it was John that they when he said John, no John fell and worships uh, an angel and he they told him, no no don't worship us worship Yahusha right mm -hmm. or Yahuwah right and so let's go to verse eleven here eleven through twenty one reads as follows and I saw heaven open and behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness, he judges and makes war. So wait a minute. Pay attention. So we're talking about that. The marriage supper land, everybody praising, saying hallelujah. The bride made herself ready. Here she is white and linen right before us, right? And all this. Then he says, and then all of a sudden, the, the, they look up. And here you have heaven opens up and someone on a white horse come riding out of it, right? Mm -hmm. Ready to to judge and make war. Mm. Wow. See that? Yeah. Keep going. And his eyes were as a flame of fire. Yes. And on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. Uh-huh. And his name is called the Word of Elohim. Wow, we know who that is. Yes, right? yes. Yeah, keep going. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treads the winepress of the fireness, the fierceness, and wrath of Yahuwah Tishvat. And he has on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings, and Yahuwah Adonai. Okay, now pay attention. And you know King James says King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So pay attention. Pay attention to what's going on there, Master of Masters, right? So, remember what I told you with the Battle of Armageddon is? It's Yahushua coming back to do battle with the kings of the earth, right? 
That's why he's called the King of Kings, because he's letting you know, letting them know, I'm your king. Uh, exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm king your king. master. <laughs> exactly. So I'm, yes. come, I'm the King of Kings. I'm the master of masters. Yes. And I'm coming back to take your kingdom from you. Yes. Wow. Wow. You see that? Mm -hmm. I keep reading. I like how it says, I'm King of Kings and Yahuwah Adonai. Yahusha's coming back, right? Yes. But this says Yahuwah Adonai. Yes. So this is proof again. Uh, Peter oh, says he's, right. he's the word of Elohim. <laughs> In the beginning was the it's word. Person. And the word was exactly. with Yah. And the word was Yah. That's right. The same was in the beginning with Yah. That's right. And the word became flesh. And dwelled, and among, dwelled us. among us. Wow. So for those of you who want to separate Yahusha from Yahuwah, wow. here it is again. <laughs> yes, right he says, I'm face. the king of kings and Yahuwah Adonai. And he said, the word of Elohim. So for those of you who don't understand that, Yahusha is Yahuwah in the flesh. He is the word that was made flesh and, and dwelt among, among us. That's right. I mean, even in one of the books um, that were removed from the Bible, it spoke about how Yahusha, during the time of Adam, he says, I'm going to have to come through time, because, you know, Yah exists in eternity. Yes. We exist in time. He says, I'm going to have to come through time, and I'm going to have to die for the sins of Adam. Mm, mm, mm. Yahuwah said that before Yahusha was even on the scene. Wow. So, yep. again, those of you who don't understand they are one and the same. Yes. It is what it is. Yes. And it's a mystery. I know some it's of you just mystery. can't get it. Can't understand. Because you, you, you think he's uh, flesh and blood like you and me. And I, I can't be two different people. I can't just split myself and be somebody else. Right. But y'all can be as many people as he want to be. Come on now. Right? At, at the same time. At the same time. At the same exact time. Right? That's why he was. That's why he was. He should hear sitting on the throne. But yet he comes down. Right? And walked in a fiery furnace and saved these three Israelite boys. Come on now. Right? Was Yahushua born at that right? time? Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's why he can show up fighting uh, Jacob. Right? Uh, fighting Jacob. Say, I, I fought with Yahuwah. You know? <laughs> what about the burning bush? Exactly. Okay. So exactly. He can manifest himself as many times as he wants to. You know, three. It can be several times, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yah has his way in the heavens above the earth below. That's right. His hand and say, what doest thou? That's right. right. Hallelujah. It says, and I saw an angel standing in the sun. In the sun. And he cried with a loud voice saying to all the fowls. Here it is again. That fly in the midst of heaven. Uh-huh. Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great Elohim. Right, well, wait a minute. So he's telling all the files that hey, 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 eagles, vultures, all of y'all, come forth. I have a feast for you. A feast prepared for a you. A feast. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> and it's scrumptious. There's so many fatlings on this feast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Good. And what's this feast? He says, That ye may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and of them that sit on them and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. Uh-huh. So listen, y'all. <laughs> you see how they got that movie series out, The Purge? Yeah. See, man trying to do stuff. They trying to work stuff, work their little magic in these yeah. uh, petri dishes, and do all this stuff in lab somewhere. And it ain't quite taking off like they want. So you ain't got to worry about nothing. Yeah, ain't no point. Ain't no point trying to depopulate. Y'all already gonna do it. The creator. <laughs> yes. The creator knows what he's doing and when yes. he does it. 
It ain't gonna be no vaccine for it, y'all. Ain't gonna be no vaccine. <laughs> yeah, come up with a vaccine for this here. Ain't gonna be no vaccine for this here. When he does it, he's gonna do it, and it's, and it's gonna be righteous. It's gonna be. That's righteous. that's what's amazing. People can't understand. How can a a, a, a God that's so loving, that's so loving, do something so horrible? That's horrible. It's righteous though. When Yah comes and render judgment, it's righteous, right? Somebody sold you a lie. And this, so, is, so, this is why we have to understand yes. that the lies of Christianity are very damaging. Yes. Because they've painted an image of the Most High that wasn't clear. That's of right. Of course he's merciful. But even in the Apocrypha that says that same merciful Elohim is also an Elohim of wrath. Now, now watch this. You got certain nations, certain uh, um, states where they have the death penalty, right? So somebody do a crime, right? And the judge, the judge determines, okay, you're going to get the death penalty. And they take the guy, this guy that they did this crime, they put him in a chair and they electrocute him, right? So that's considered righteous to y'all, though, right? But when y'all does his judgment and he does the same thing, it's not righteous. Now he's not a loving Elohim, though, right? So, man. so the laws of man trump his? I don't think so. No way. I don't think so. Mm, mm, mm. Keep on going. It says, And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him <sighs> that sat on the horse and against his army. Okay, I want to say something about that army. Wow, listen. <laughs> and, and see, listen, y'all. Pay attention. The way you're going. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that army? Who is that army? Who is that army? You know when they sing that song, In That Great Getting Up Morning? Okay. That's that's something a lot deeper than what you think it is. Ooh, in Ezekiel, when it says, Can these yep. bones live? Can these bones live? Yeah. Okay, so it ain't got nothing to do with us waking up. I know some of the brothers and the sisters done told you that these bones living uh, got something to do with us waking up to who we are in the flesh. But you're still in sin, though. Some of y'all still wicked, got the Pharisee spirit yes. on you. When it talks about. The great getting up morning, that's actually Ezekiel 37 when it says, can these bones live? And it says how their sinews and bones and stuff going to come back together. Then the Most High is going to breathe into their life. Talking about the dead coming forth. You see, yes. even in the movies, they portray that as, um, what was that movie that showed that? One of these movies showed the, the dead skeletons coming forth and doing battle. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> uh, um, Lord of the Rings. Yes. Where, where he, he noticed the guy looked just like Jesus. Right. <laughs> the king, he goes right. and get all these dead, these dead um, um, souls, mm -hmm. and get them to come together and do battle for him. Mm -hmm. And they come at the last, at the last minute, they hop off the ship, and all these spirits come out of nowhere with swords and stuff, battling for him. Yeah. Exactly. So when uh, some of y'all make fun of the Christians when they sing about in that great getting up morning, come on now, y'all. These are people who understand some things. Um, determining or knowing that you're from the tribe of Judah ain't helping you understand anything. But being able to hear from the Ruach HaKadosh to give you an understanding about what the great getting up morning is, that's what it's talking about when it says, can these bones live? You know what chapter that is see? in Ezekiel? 37. 37. I want to read this, just yes. this one part here. Mm -hmm. Ezekiel 37. Now let's listen to this here part here. Someone also said the Game of Thrones is like that. I haven't seen it, but... I've heard others talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I saw a little bit on the Game of Thrones, and I was like, whoo. So they are trying to portray series. things that are in, actually in Scripture. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So he said that these bones, right, when they come to life, 
Right? These, the life and the, and the flesh come on these bones. He says, and I will lay sinews upon you, and I will bring up flesh upon flesh, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, yes. and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am Yah. Yes. Now look at this part so here. So I prophesied. Uh-huh. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceeding great, great army. army. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. An exceeding great army. Yes. So that's what I want to show you. That's exactly what the scripture says. This is this is Yah's army. They go when he get when they get up, that's gonna be it. <laughs> when they get up out the grave. When he comes back, see when he comes back in a cloud with his armies out of heaven, these here are gonna get resurrected yes. out of their graves. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna come forth and be an army exceeding to fight also. Army. Exactly. Yes, he says, and ye shall know that I am Yah when I have opened up your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves. And they are gonna take part in that battle. That's right. As well. That's right. Like exactly, mm -hmm. and so this is amazing when you when you see this here, right? Now let's go back to Revelation. Can't bring you into the land of Israel as yes, well. That's right. It so sure all did. of this stuff where it's telling us we're going to be brought back into the land of Israel, all this stuff is in the last days. It's in the last it didn't days. Didn't take place in the 1940s like they're telling you. That's right. Right, and you have people pushing agendas over there that are totally against the Most High. Some of them don't even believe in Him. Yes. Some of them are atheists. So could that possibly be what he's talking about? He says, I'm going to put my spirit in my people. Why would he put the spirit of atheism in his people? So something ain't making sense, y'all. Yes. And all of these magnificent things that he said is going to take place, we ain't seen that yet. So there's yeah. an understanding that needs to be had. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So we were at verse, I think we at <laughs> verse 19. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat upon the, her, er, the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. Mm -hmm. These both were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. And the remnant were the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceedeth out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. That's why I, I was I remember I was talking with a brother one day and we were sitting back talking and we were talking about this judgment when it pours out mm -hmm. and he was like, He's like, Man, do you think that what's gonna happen is that Yah's gonna pour out all these plagues on the earth and two thirds of one third of the earth is gonna be destroyed? And then Yahushua is going to show up and slay the remnant. This <laughs> is and the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat on the horse. Mm. Wow, mm. that's really deep when you think about it. Yes, that's quite possible what that could mean there. You know, mm. because we know that the plagues and everything is going to kill a lot of people, it's going to destroy a lot right. of people. And right. aren't we seeing the beginning of this? Yes. You know, the scripture talks about perilous times coming. We are living in some of those perilous times right now and yes. we are all going to witness as these things get worse and worse and worse and yes. this is why we pray before it gets to a certain point pray that we are counted worthy i can't say it enough yes pray that we are counted worthy to escape these things which are coming upon the earth these things are coming y'all and it's yeah. like the most high is actually giving warnings with the disasters we've been seeing uh, we showed the map how things were graph, at one point yeah. or the graphs of things how they were at one point um at a certain time 
And then yes. over the decades, it's been growing and growing and growing in intensity, yes. right? And in, um, it's getting more and more frequent. They're happening more and more frequently. So yes. he's actually giving people time. He's like, look at this stuff. I mean, y'all got folk putting together graphs showing y'all what's going on. Yeah. If you want to be willfully ignorant, you are going to have to have to suffer as a result of it. You know what? It ain't. I'm gonna tell you something. It ain't nothing worse than getting left behind. Mm, mm, mm. When I say getting left behind, I'm talking about like if you're. I remember a time I was gonna go fishing with my brothers and them, and I was supposed to be up. <laughs> <laughs> a certain time they were coming out to my house they had the boat sitting out there and I was like okay I'm going to be ready but when I got up and that boat was gone and they were gone I, the feeling was like oh, like, oh man they, they left me it was a tripped out feeling it was just, I was like oh man they, they left me I should have been ready I should have been ready waiting I knew they were coming early mm-hmm. and I just I must have missed them by 10 minutes or so when I woke up and they said they knocked on the door and I didn't hear them <laughs> Y'all remember that song, the, the kid song years ago, I Missed the Bus? Missed the Bus. And it was it's very similar. Yeah. Where um, the, the young kid wasn't ready and the bus pulled off. Yeah. That's a tripped out feeling being left behind. Yeah, so, it's a tripped out feeling, you know. Father, y'all help us. Uh-huh. Let's go to Daniel chapter 2. I want you to look at verse 44. I'm going to let you go to Zechariah. You go to Zechariah okay. 14, 12. And I'm going to go to Daniel Two verse 44. Mm-hmm. Now watch this. Daniel 2 verse 44. Listen to what it says. Now it's giving you prophecy again, right? Prophecy again, right? This prophecy here in this passage here, it talks about when the stone is going, going forth, right? And it's going to smite the fourth kingdom, right? And it's going to break and break. Okay, I'm, I'm going to read this part. I'm going to start at verse 4. <clears throat> Make it a little easier. Okay, uh, verse 39. And after thee shall rise another kingdom inferior to thee, and another third kingdom of brass, which shall bear rule over all the earth. And the fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron to my Rome, where for as, as iron breaketh in pieces, and subdueth all things, and as iron that breaketh all these, shall it be shall it break in pieces and bruise, right? And whereas thou sawest the feet and toes, part of potter's clay, part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, but there shall be in it of the strength of iron, for as much thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay. This is, and as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. For whereas thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one unto another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. And in the days of these kings Mm -hmm. shall Yah of heaven, Yahuwah of heaven, the Elohim of heaven, Set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. Mm. And the kingdom shall not be left to another people. Mm. But it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms. And it shall stand forever. This is what's going to happen when Yahushua comes back. This is exactly what he's going to He's going to be the stone that's going to smite that image. 
and break into pieces all yes. of the image. Yes. And then he's going to set in that stone. What happened to it? It became a mountain and filled the whole earth. Mm -hmm. That's This is prophecy to the Messiah coming back. Sending. That's why he got to do battle with these kings. Mm -hmm. That's why he got to do that, right? It says, in the days of these kings, Yah shall set up his kingdom. Mm. The Yah of heaven will set up his kingdom, right? Never that be will destroyed. never be destroyed. Hallelujah. Go ahead and read Zechariah 14, 12. Zechariah chapter 14, verse 12, reads as follows. It says, And this shall be the plague wherewith Yahuwah will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes. Wow. And their tongue shall consume away in their mouth. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. And it shall come to pass in that day that a great tumult from Yahuwah shall be among them, and they shall lay hold everyone on the hand of his neighbor, and his hand shall rise up against the hand of his neighbor. And Yehudah also shall fight at Jerusalem, and the wealth of all the heathen round about shall be gathered together gold and silver and apparel in great abundance wow so again it's talking about the last days right mm -hmm. right the last days that's what's amazing about it here right mm -hmm. now notice it says here see that's why you got to understand what's going on it says so what what do you think this is y'all and this shall be the plague wherewith yahuwah will smite all the people mm -hmm. that fought against jerusalem their flesh shall consume away while they yet stand. So they're going to be standing right there on the... I bet the same thing happened. Sounds like an atom bomb or something, right? I was going to say it sounded like nuclear. Nuclear, right? It, it, it probably was the same thing, right? Remember when Yah destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah? Mm -hmm. How those people was probably just consumed by the flames and while they was yet standing, yeah. it probably just burned them all, the burning flesh right off their bodies. It's like, like the a nuclear, eyes out of the socket. The, the eyes would just melt right out of the socket. they're standing right there. That does sound nuclear. It does, don't it? Yeah, mm. yeah it sounds nuclear. And so listen, y'all. When man have these evil inventions, we have to understand, y'all allowed it, didn't he? Yeah, he sure did. So still, it, it goes back to what he allows, and he may have even moved their hand to do it. Wow. Didn't the scripture say, y'all created evil? So when we talk about evil inventions, didn't y'all yeah. create evil too? See, see, it's hard to wrap our brains around. It's, it's hard to because there's so much to that when we when, when you see that statement. There's so much to that. Yah created us, right? Yes. Man and women. He created us, man and woman. And when he created us, he also created someone else called Lucifer. And Lucifer was was a righteous angel at one time, right? Mm -hmm. But then Lucifer let his heart become evil. Mm -hmm. He let wickedness rise yes. up in him, right? Mm -hmm. This was the beginning of sin was when Lucifer began to let his heart go wrong, right? Mm -hmm. And then he, he let the same thought affect all those other angels and they all fell, right? So you got to understand, so Yah sits back. Let me tell you how Yah does this, right? So Yah creates something and he sits back and he says, it's going to be my will to allow this to go ahead on and happen. Mm -hmm. So he allows it to fester. It's like a person seeing something festering. And he said, you know what? Instead of me dealing with that, I'm going to let this thing fester. I'm going to let it continue to grow and grow and grow. And more people are going to get consumed by this wickedness. Because not only the angels got consumed by the wickedness, Eve did. Mm -hmm. Right? 
and man did, right? And then and then through Adam and Eve, it consumed all of mankind as wickedness of sin. Yes. It consumed all mankind so that if men are given into their own flesh, they will think of these wicked inventions and, and right. wicked uh, drugs and wicked things. They because Yah sits back and he says, I'm gonna just let you go on and fester to your own so I so when I judge, I'm gonna be righteous in my judgment. You ain't gonna be able to say, Yah, didn't you say you created evil? He said, yeah, but why did you give yourself to it? Yeah, he did say <laughs> I, the earth has been given into the hands of yes. the wicked. So he, he knew what he gave into your hands yeah. that you all were going to do the things. Yeah, he because he knew, knew their heart. He knew their hearts were wicked. Right, desperately wicked. Desperately wicked. Yeah. And, and so and, so when he created, watch this, when he created sulfur, mm -hmm. y'all knew, okay, I'm going to create sulfur. You know why I got to create sulfur? Because men are going to do a lot of killing with gunpowder. Yeah. <laughs> so yep, yep. I'm going to create software and these wicked minds going to get together and the devil and his angels going to come and mess with their minds and they're going to create all these wicked inventions. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, it still goes back to Yah said, I'm going to have my way in the heavens above and the earth below. So all of this is did his he, way. Didn't he consent to it? Then? <laughs> Wait a minute. If Yah decided to make software and yet he knew men was going to make gunpowder with it, does, didn't, didn't he then say, you know what? I don't know. I don't want them to make no gunpowder. I don't want them killing people. <laughs> did, did he do that, right? He said, then he said, no, no, I know they're going to make gunpowder. I bet the angel, whoa, 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 you sure you want to make that? He said, no, 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 I know they're going to make gunpowder with it. That's, you know, that's part of my plan. Okay. <laughs> Most high, listen, y'all. It, it seems like we are in a big movie. Yeah, a book that's already been written. <laughs> the book is already written, and we all dwell somewhere within the pages of that book. Yeah, and when we get to the end of our chapter, uh, that once appointed unto man to die, that yeah. that takes hold. Wherever we are within this story that Yah has written, it is a written story, y'all. Yes, all is known. He said a book, right? We written in the book of life. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. a book written, y'all. Uh, all is known before the foundation. Before he spoke. The dry yes. land, before the dry land came forward, every last yes. one of us was already in his foreknowledge. Yes. He says, before you were even in your mother's womb. So that's how deep it goes, y'all. Wow. That's how deep it goes. It, it ain't about what we know right now. It's about what the Most High knows. This is why we pray for mercy. Even us saying or um, instructing you all to pray for his mercy, that was a part of the plan. Yes. And that's Scripture something. tells us to warn one another daily, didn't it? It sure did. While it is called today. Admonish one another daily. That's right. And so we have to admonish one another and remind one another of what the word says. That's right. Hallelujah. Wow. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 25. And this is verse 33. Jeremiah chapter 25 verse 33 reads as follows it says and the slain of Yahuwah shall be at that day from one end of the earth even unto the other end of the earth mm. they shall not be lamented neither gathered nor buried they shall be dung upon the ground wow there it is you see so because that's where them birds coming that's from that's where them birds gonna come from them birds gonna come and they gonna mm. consume all this but see, this is all of this prophecy is in the scriptures. It's letting you know what's going to come to pass and what's going. This is Armageddon that he's talking about. 
This is Armageddon that he's talking about. And so it's going to take place in the valley of um, Megiddo. And where he's going to actually judge all those nations in that valley. Yes. He's going to judge them all in that valley. After he come and he slay them, he going to put the rulers and all, he's going to judge them all. So this that's why I say this thing is really something else. And guess what? We only touched the tip. Only the tip. The tip of the iceberg mm -hmm. as far as scriptures that deal with end time prophecy and this battle and how Yah is going to judge the nations. We already did that one. Okay. Yeah. And so it, it's, it's just it's right there, you know. And so I encourage you all to do an in-depth study on this, you know, get more into it mm -hmm. because there's so much more. You know that the scripture talks about about the um, these end days and how this stuff is going to unfold before our eyes. But it's so, it's so that we would be ready. That's right. That's what it's for. And so you be ready. It's almost like a person telling you. Person, let's let's say a little child. You take a little child, right? Little child don't know the difference between no seasons, right? And you tell that child, you know what? In 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 harvest time, you're going to go out and gather the fruit. So child don't know no difference. Child goes outside in spring looking for fruit. Now, ain't no fruit out there, though. Is it, honey, you have to wait until <laughs> harvest time. Well, how do I know? Well, this is how you're going to know. When you start to see the leaves fall from the trees, and you go out, you see the fruit on the trees, you'll start to see the fruit get ripened. You'll see the tomatoes get start to turn red and get ripe. That's how you're going to know what time it is. Mm -hmm. That's how you're going to know it, right? Right. When the wheat is ripe. Ready. You're gonna know, right? That's what these signs are for. That's what this prop these prophecies are for. When it tells you that the uh, river Euphrates is gonna dry up to make way for the kings of the east to do battle in the battle of Armageddon, and you see this river drying up, you gotta know it's it's soon. So we don't have a date for you, but we just want you to know that these are the signs and that you got to be ready. Right now, we should be getting ready spiritually, praying always, seeking Yah always. Yeah, yeah, I know you. some of you got to work jobs, and I, I know some of you got to work, run businesses, and some of you got households to run and all these things. We get that, right? Occupy until he come. Yes. Just don't forget that he coming, right? That's right. You know he coming, and you know you got to be ready, right? That's like a person telling you that I'm gonna be there to pick you up at such and such time, right? And you, and you, you see, you go look, you say, "Well, he's gonna be here about five minutes. I'm gonna go get myself a nap." <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong time to be sleeping. Midnight right. is not the time to, to be going to sleep, y'all. Yes, this is the time to be waking up, right? Mm -hmm. That's why the cry was made. Yes, right. The cry was made so that you would be ready. The cry go. Oh, we gotta go out and meet him. Whoa, wait a minute. Did you get that? Yes. So, it was midnight when people is normally sleep. Mm -hmm. The cry was made. Mm -hmm. And they and when the cry was made, was just the cry was to get them to get up and go out to meet him. It's like an alarm clock. So, he wasn't right there. They had to go out and meet him. Mm-hmm. Yes. That reminds me of the scripture says they shall meet him in the air. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. Meet him in the air. Hallelujah. Wow. So, hey, y'all, let's be ready. That's right. Okay. That's right. Of course, we know we're going to see a lot of things happen. Let's pray that we're counterworthy to escape a lot of this stuff that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. We know we're still going to see some things, right? Yeah, because we're seeing it now. You're seeing it now, and we may see more. But 
let's be ready. That's okay? Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, family, I hope this lesson was a blessing to you. I hope it encouraged you to even dig deeper into these scriptures and, and, and do a little more study, in-depth study on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And because we didn't even cover the abomination of desolation. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother topic. Right? Wow. Mm-hmm. When it shall stand in the holy place. Mm-hmm. It says, when you see this abomination doesn't stand, know that it's time when you mm-hmm. see this here. So we're going to cover that one of these days. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, family, we want you to enjoy the rest of your evening. Hallelujah. I know some of you probably to sit down and eat. Hallelujah. It's that time. But we want you to enjoy the rest of your evening. We love you, family. We love you. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, family. to hear the word of truth from the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.